SAFM 104 to 107 Nationwide. 11 after 7 or quite a few developments around the situation uh, with Eskom and our electricity. The Minister of Mineral Resources and Energy, Greta Montasha, saying at a conference in Cape Town yesterday that load shedding is not caused by generation problems but by grid problems. He attacked NGOs again yesterday. Meanwhile, also confirmation this week from Eskom that another unit at Kosile is now producing electricity. I think that means that two of the three units at Kosile are now working. This acting, uh, no, the spokesperson for Eskom is Daphne McQuenna. Daphne, good morning. Good morning, Stephen, and good morning to your listeners. How much electricity are you now getting from Kosile? So um, we should be getting now, what's that unit one? Because remember, now that we have synchronized it on Monday, so we need just to ramp it up to the 800 megawatts. So for now, we're getting about 320 megawatts. Um, while obviously the unit three that we synchronized on the 30th, we're getting the full load on it. And um, and then on unit four, that was obviously out for maintenance for 20 days, as you would know, which was on, uh, we're getting about 600 megawatts. So you're getting, I mean, you're getting over a stage and a half of load shedding right now from, from Kusile. Definitely. And it actually, in terms of the energy availability sector, I mean, we moved from, since we uh, uh, switched on the two units, we moved from about 20% to about an average of 60% now. And on good days, obviously, up until we ramp up, I think we'll be um, at about 80 to 90%. Okay, so, I mean, the units were down for a long time. That process of ramping them up to their full speed... And I mean, I realize these, uh, for a change at Eskom, are not old cars we're talking about. These are new cars. These are new generating units. Uh-huh. Can you take them sort of almost straight back to their maximum of 800 megawatts, or do you need to run them in at 300 megawatts for a month? Look, um, because we are renting, obviously now that um, we are, it has been off for quite a while, you, you would know that it's almost a year. Um, so we need to rent them up. But the one that we actually uh, commissioned or switched on on the on the 30th of September is on full load. Okay, and you yeah. don't expect any problems with them. They'll be able to take full load, 800 megawatts each, properly for a long sustained period now because they've been off for so long. Yeah, and and that's a good thing, Stephen, about uh, uh, about Kusile. I mean, if you look at Midupi, and I'm going to compare it with Midupi because Midupi and Kusile are almost you know twins, if you'd like. Um, and uh, because and they are new, they are more reliable. I mean, Midupi for for a very long time, its EAF has been actually at about eighty to ninety percent. So um, definitely, um, when these units are up and running, and when we bring back unit two around the uh, no, end of November, and we bring or sooner even more sooner, and unit five, we will really expected that you will get at least a, a, a lower stages of load shading due to the reliability that we actually um, mm-hmm. uh, have with these two power stations. Okay, so I mean, this makes a huge difference. You're obviously still waiting for Kuberg to come back online properly, but suddenly the picture, the outlook looks a lot better. The outlook looks a lot much better, and if you have the three actually running, Stephen, uh, those are those will be our most reliable um, stations, and and maybe 
even just talking about reliable stations, I mean, I can give you an example, typical example with Duva. Even with the maintenance that we see in our older power stations, I mean, I'm talking about the, the newer ones, which is now Yokosuke Medibi, that we expect that they should be more reliable, not break down as more often or frequent as the others. But just to give you an, a, a, a typical example of what we're seeing with your, your uh, stations like Duva, where we are now doing maintenance, you know, um, we are seeing actually that the breakdowns also, or the frequency of the breakdowns, is also actually reduced. I mean, Duva, for an example, it's running for plus or more 30 days without actually any trip, which is something that we haven't seen for quite a while because we have been seeing trips, like for an example, seven days after we would have um, uh, brought it back to service that it breaks down. But now we're seeing actually them running for a longer period without tripping, which actually is the showing that we are yielding the, the desired benefits from the maintenance that we're doing on our station. What made all of this happen, Daphne, part of it, I mean, there was work that Eskim did, but you also got permission from the Environmental Affairs Minister, Barbara Creasy, uh, to bypass the desulfurization process. It's got a longer name as well. There is a pollution cost to this, isn't there? I mean, as Kusile runs, more pollution goes into the atmosphere and quite heavy pollution. Yeah, maybe let's clarify this as well, because that that flu gas desulfurization, you said it's a long name, yes, it's a flu gas desulfurization gas system. Basically, um, what it does, it's just to, its purpose is just to actually uh, 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 eliminate the the, the sulfur dioxide. So the other emissions, uh, our, we've got a new filter bags in there. Actually, we have upgraded them as well. So with the other emissions or particulate emissions, we don't have that problem. So nothing is going, obviously, out. But obviously, there's a further outside. Daphne McQuenna, really appreciate the time. Thank you. The spokesperson at Eskimi with SFM.